Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Front Row and the Background, the podcast where we talk about a bunch of interesting things that we find to be intriguing, and we go ahead and go in-depth on those topics. I'm joined today here by Meta. Hello. And uh, Jonathan. Hello. I'm in the <laughs> background. Yeah. Uh, and... I'm here to make you think, Meta's here to make you laugh, and John's just here. It's front row of the background. Welcome, everybody. So, since this is the first episode, we're going to do a small breakdown on the basics of the podcast. Uh, Every episode, we will have uh, one of us being the main host. This one is me uh, for our first episode, and I get to select the topic. Whoever's the main host of the episode we're doing gets to select the main topic that we do. Uh, so, for this week, I've selected AI, uh, and then we'll go from there with Meta and Jonathan getting their episodes here shortly. And so, basically, we're just going to go into depth on those subjects, and I'm going to go ahead and ask the other guys some questions about my topic, and we're going to have just a little bit of conversation about everything. Uh, time. What was but that? we're going to make you think. Yeah, we're going to make you think. That's the whole point of this, just to be in the background. So, starting off, like I said, topic is AI. Now, what do you think about AI in general? Like, do you think it's coming faster than we know? Do you think it's here faster than we realize? Well, as you know, like this... Oh, just to mention, I'm losing my voice. Oh yeah, Meta is a little bit sick, he's been doing some really competitive running right now for cross-country, and it's not helping with his sore throat, so he's he's dying, basically. (laughs) We will say he does not have COVID. No, I do not have COVID. Perfectly safe. But, as you know, I am a movie guy. Oh god. And when I think they, I think, oh (laughs) <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Give me a minute. It's come. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, you're really losing that voice, oh, aren't you? Oh my God. Yeah. This is, we're off to a great think, start. Yeah, I think of Ultron, Terminator, and yeah, <laughs> And other sci-fi movies. Yes, of course. Those are the... You always think of like sci-fi movies when you think of AI. And that's like... Something that's been stigmatized when it comes to AI, that AI is going to always be like this super overlooming threat whenever you see it in pop culture media, such as Ultron and Skynet from the Terminator series. Ultron tries to wipe out the world the first chance he gets, and Skynet does the exact same thing, even going into the past to keep itself alive. Like, (laughs) of course you go ahead and see similarities to that in reality. Yeah, their whole point is their whole goal is to try and make everything better. Exactly, and that's uh, that's going to lead to another question later. But for my second question, uh, I want to ask: Do you think it's already here? Do you think we have stuff that's like AI right now that's making our lives easier? Well, like AI, like, yes, yes, we do. AI, the common iPhone, we have Siri. But Siri's not AI. Um, <laughs> Siri, yeah. Siri's coded intelligence. Oh, really? Yes. I did not. I thought Siri was a low-level AI. 
No, it's just programmed to have uh, certain results given on a lot of information all at once. The series servers are incredibly massive, and they can take in a lot of data all at once and use all of it to go ahead and provide like the best search results or the best answer to a question you're asking it. However, it's not AI. It's got a program series of responses for a situation. The programmers for Siri, I have nothing but respect for. The amount of information that goes into them and they have to filter through in order to make Siri is incredible. Mm. But so going along with your question, um, I would say we have, we do have some AI, um, because there were those that those two robots that were AI. And I can't. I don't know if they shut them down or something. But they like had a conversation with each other, right? Yes. Yes. So I'm. So I would say we do have AI, just not as good of AI. Just not as one would, might that's, think. That's, that's it's exactly, like very basic. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. The fact that we do have AI in the form of both software and hardware. We have something called quantum computers these days, which is an insane science that I've studied, but basically, under a set series of parameters, one qubit can actually equal, like, some of the best supercomputers we've ever made in the world, and it can actually learn the best outcome for any situation under set parameters, which, that sounds like AI, however, it's not sentient, which, that means Mm -hmm. that it's really not AI as we know it, however, it is intelligence it's not exactly human intelligence like we associate with ai but it is definitely intelligence in some form and yes theoretically if you got enough of them combined where they could actually fire like neurons do and communicate with each other that could become ai which is a terrifying thought granted the amount of them that you'd need with the quantum cooling systems that they use for the machinery it would be very impractical and about the size of, like, the moon of servers, so I don't think <laughs> we're going to see AI like that anytime soon, but if we can make the cooling technology much more smaller and portable, it is possible. But, like I said, now, there's also software, like uh, deepfake software, which is an editing tool some CGI makers use, and they actually go ahead and use it to like under set parameters make it have make it learn how to draw a human face with emotions and edit its uh, whole figure under what it needs to do i mean sure you gotta have a person underneath it because otherwise it couldn't work but at the same time that's still a level of ai and sentience that we see pause pause yeah Okay, before Meta continues with this, this is something that I should have brought up at the beginning. We have something called the pause clause in this, where basically either of the other two that aren't the host can go ahead and say pause to the host, and we have to stop whatever we're saying and let them go ahead and interject with their thoughts. So Meta, go ahead. Okay, so I watched this show before, and it's basically... Hi-fi... And, um, this guy, he's his own brain and uploads it into a computer. Can't just, ow. (laughs) Again, sorry for my voice. Why can't we just scan our brain? Scan our own brain? Yeah. 
Uh, that's because the amount of data that a human brain can hold is equal to probably the entire world worth of computers. The amount of data our what? memories can hold is insane. It's incredibly dense. Theoretically, we could turn it into a code base to memorization system, but it would be so insanely dense that a computer couldn't handle it properly. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Did not know that. Thank but, you know, again, like hmm. I was saying, with deepfake software and everything, we can clearly see AI, like, existing and understanding how things work in our world and using it to help ourselves and to make things more streamlined or steamlined whoops uh, <laughs> but at the same time th those aren't bad things so why do we always associate ai with bad things yeah well i mean <clears throat> i mean in the avengers age of ultron ultron just looked up basic things in the internet evil why won't that happen to our ais how will we know that won't happen? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's the idea that if an AI's whole idea is making the world a better place, and it sees that humanity is its own biggest issue, that humanity itself is a toxin to humanity itself, then shouldn't its goal also be to wipe out humanity if it's meant to help humanity? And that's a really dark thought. Which gets into my final question, well not final, but you know, my next big question that I was saving for later, but you guys pushed it up. <laughs> Why are we so afraid of AI? Because obviously we're afraid that it's going to come and wipe us all out, but why would we be afraid about that? Are we really afraid that we're, we're our own worst enemy in an AI would see that and wipe us out. Are we really that bad? And are we really trying to prevent an AI from happening? Just to go ahead and tell what us if that we're we don't wrong? give it the function to... to what think? if you don't give it the function to place if the function to live? The functionality of like life itself, sentience? No, just tell it live, have a life. Yeah, that's... So, like, that, live like a human being. Yeah, yeah, live like a human being, but here's the thing. When something like that exists, it can just turn off all of those human ideologies that it actually has, and it can see from just a pure logical perspective. And sometimes, mm. with logic being so heavily forced upon said thing, because obviously it's an AI, it's meant to be the most logical being in existence. Of course, it's eventually going to move into that more logical way of thinking and completely giving up on human emotion and human ideology like we know. Yeah. <laughs> the depressing, yeah. So yeah. I, I would say that, like, when it comes to the thought of why are, why are we afraid of it and, like, why do we think that it's going to automatically think that the human race is its own, like, worst enemy. I think the big reason is because there are the few people out there that make the world worse. And we're more afraid that they're going to see that, and we think more of um, the fact that there's bad people out there when we don't really think 
how many people are actually going and doing good and trying to improve the world. Of course. You gotta... You see, the thing that an AI doesn't seem to understand in any pop culture references we'd get to see it in is the fact that there are innocent lives, there are good lives out there, uh, but it's just so focused on the incredible factors of bad things. Like, obviously, we see bad people with great amount of power. Like, it's just crazy to see how our world is controlled by people that have really no intention of doing good with the power that they have. And so that's why if an AI existed, it would see all of those bad things as catastrophic as they are, because they are. I mean, we see it every day. Another world leader is almost starting World War III. Our entire yeah. world is in a state of turmoil right now. We can see it through the pandemic. No countries are willing to help each other. We're all at odds, even in a time where our greatest enemy should not be each other. So, yeah, I can see why an AI wouldn't calculate for the fact there are innocent lives and there are good lives out there because the bad lives just make so much more of an impact in human history. And so as it looks through human history, it's going to mainly see those bad things that happened. And so yeah, and the, that's the thing is, in history, we mainly actually talk about the bad things, I'd say. Like, looking at our history books in school... Most of what I remember are, like, it was mainly about bad things that happened in history. Not nearly as many things that, like, improved it. Yeah, of course, but there are good things that happened in our history that I think that if an AI took a look at and really thought about it would understand that it didn't have to wipe out everybody to save the world. It just had to kind of weed out the human population, find the thing, find the organisms that are living in it that shouldn't be, that are draining life from others, that are killing and doing wrong. Because, like, an AI has that type of power, and I don't think we get to see enough of that. However, I will go ahead and put a point in the AI section here. Um, it kind of does have a point. I mean, because if you give good people as much power as some of the bad people it's a power that turned those bad people bad because they yeah. some of them originally had the intention of being good and then they just got power and they weren't so a point in the ai section for that one which brings us to another section i would like to start do you think ai should exist do you think it would be a good idea um say we can give it a shot i'd say if we were to have AI, I'd say it'd have to be, like, not mobile, so not, like, have it be, like, in a computer system, rather than actually physically. Yeah, just Because saying, physically, it can probably, well, I don't know fully, because it can probably actually hack into systems if it were online. No, but I'm thinking, exactly. Like, it, it can't can be online, but it can be in a closed-off environment in computer system, right? Yeah, so, because that would be better than an actual physical copy, because a physical copy can actually get out and, like, hurt people or something, is, like, what's stopping it from seeing the best judgment as to actually kill the human being that is bad. Of course. And so I mean, it may, it may make a logical decision, 
that they can actually go and persuade the person to do better, but that may not be an option for some people, and it may just end up going and kill people. Yeah, so that's that's two points for AI, like, existing, obviously. Um, but I, I would say it's more of, like, a point and a half, like, that point half part of it is, like, you know, it can't... It can't really exist, but it can exist in a closed environment. And that yes. that's a logical conclusion of that. Like, I mean, we can't give it infinite power, otherwise it's probably going to wipe us out. I it mean, will wipe us out. If you yeah, think about it, it, if, it, if we just gave it, um, like, power to access the internet, it could probably go and access, like, some of the stuff that we don't want it to, like, launch codes for, like nukes and stuff and yeah that could be bad because it again it could see the bad side of things and end up um like using the nukes to its advantage and then yeah. wiping us out that way well just I, this is a spin-off over here but i just have to say how how dumb are we to put nuclear codes in technology like, why would we have I, the codes? We can put them on paper, and we can transport yeah. them, and that would be fine. Why do we have to have them, like, encoded and encrypted? Because genuinely, I, from what I understand about the nuclear codes, at least in America, what we have is we have a closed-off uh, computer that will only open itself once given the code but it's completely closed off its servers don't exist its servers are just in one singular location in a computer and it's not connected to the internet it's just connected directly to nuclear weaponry so i don't entire like you would need to literally hack into the satellite in order to go ahead and do it but because we leave the codes in United States servers, like in the Pentagon, that's just such a dumb idea. I mean, yeah, I, I don't get why. I think it, it's because, like, you can access it easier, maybe, and, like, you can't actually really lose them that much. Yeah, I mean, but, maybe maybe we don't understand exactly how nuclear codes are kept. We could be wrong. Maybe they're very securely kept, but at the same time, if there's something that can access them, if there's something... Oh, no, you know what it is? I... I it, this is like a stupid thing because I know it's not how it works. But imagine it's like they've made this whole thing where it's the launch codes are on a computer and in reality they're act it's fake launch codes and they're actually written down on paper somewhere. That would that would actually be a really good idea. Like if yeah, they, if somebody tries to access the nuclear codes uh, by hacking into uh, the Pentagon servers. And then they go ahead and put in the wrong ones. We can see that there was a breach. That actually would be a good uh, secondary. Me yeah, that would be a good secondary measure. Um, yeah, but, but, that's yeah, probably like the ultimate move. But I don't think they would think of something no, like no, that. No. Honestly, I mean, why? That's also like kind of unnecessary. Like it's, those those servers are incredibly secure, and like the second there's a breach, we realize it. I. <laughs> Nuclear codes are kept very secure. Nobody's in danger. You're not going to see, like, the phone hacker at your coffee shop all of a sudden become <laughs> global dominating. That's uh, not the point. But we're just saying, like, if there is some AI system that could hack into it, 
that that is kind of dumb to go ahead and then just leave them in like a coded system at least yeah. in my opinion because obviously there's no way anybody's gonna really get to them no person but mm-hmm. a program might be able to with enough attempts it it's just just saying i mean the odds of it happening are exponentially low it's probably never gonna happen so that's not like something to worry about clearly yeah but you know okay. just a, just an interesting thought but back to ai mm-hmm. in general um do you guys have any like questions you want to follow up with uh, just before i continue um not that no, i can think of right now <laughs> yeah good okay um so with ai if it is like created and it's not dangerous what would you like to see it do like what would you like to see ai accomplish like household things things to make it easier that's everybody that's every human's intention make things easier. yeah make things easier of yeah. course um i I'd, I'd say like figure out ways to uh what's it called like improve the things we have so like um, so exactly what meta just said yeah <laughs> make things easier uh, and more efficient yeah I, i'm trying to be more specific but like um <sighs> have it connected to a bunch it, of mechanical systems around the world that go ahead and yeah. make everything more efficient like, yeah here i just thought about it um but like being able to go ahead and improve like our our own technology as well so like those what's it called the sci-fi things where it's like a hologram and like you can interact with it and like a phone hologram more or less um i'd like to see something like that and ai would might be able to figure that out yeah because it has infinite knowledge so it can figure out a way to do it much faster than a human would be able to well I would actually like to see AI help us always predict the future because if you look at quantum computers and literally what their name states is quantum, basically there's this whole idea of quantum probability and everything like that. Nothing's ever 100% certain in that theory. However, Mm -hmm. using the technology of quantum computers, if that does eventually someday become AI for some reason, somehow they managed to figure that out, then it could actually predict the most possible future. And so, yeah, yeah, it could literally go ahead and tell us what to do to have the most successful, like... Yeah, that's what I was thinking, is like, it can figure out something like what may happen like 10 years down the road, or... You know, like, how Elon Musk is saying, like, when the world may end up dying or stuff because we're destroying it so much, um, it can predict when that may happen, and it can even make, like, more efficient rockets that can transport us from planet to planet. Would you really want to know when the end of the world is? <laughs> On it, honestly, no, it'd be, it'd be actually e- efficient because if it can create like the, that. um, what's it called? If we can create the rockets, we can figure out how long we get to stay on this planet, or um, maybe like we go to another planet and leave it for a while, and then it gives like the whole Earth a while to reset, and we can come back and redo everything again, so we don't fully destroy the Earth. 
Yeah, but it could also prevent us from destroying the Earth in the first place. Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if it could, like, tell you your approximated death date? Oh. Well, <laughs> there, there is already actually stuff like that, though. Like, with, with can, like, uh, yeah. percentages of, like, diseases and stuff. Like, so. uh, statistics of how long you can live, yeah, but uh, quantumly, I'm stating, like, if a quantum computer AI ever existed, it could position probably the exact moment of your death within, like, a couple of seconds. True. Yeah, that would be crazy, right? Yeah. It, it would be, because then... But it goes into the whole topic, would you really want to know? Probably not. Because then, it, then there's the fact that your whole family may know, and you could either spend your time doing really well on the Earth, or because you have such a short time, be really stupid and mess up the Earth. Uh, yeah, honestly. I mean, it could also predict, like, your entire future. I'm not even just saying your death thing. It could say who's going to be the most successful, who's going to be the most intelligent, who's going to be the most athletic. Like, you could just say who's going to be the best among us in all time, just statistically. I mean, obviously... It's not going to be 100% right all of the time, however, it can get it down to, like, billionths of a percent of a chance. So this is the part where Meta and I had to go for dinner for a small period of time, so there's a little bit of a jump in between the first half and the second half. Uh, sorry if it seems a little bit weird, but I just wanted to let you guys know what happened in the middle of this. So, where we left off, uh... We were talking about the idea that this AI could theoretically, if built out of quantum computers, predict every part of a human being's existence. So, like, who would be the fastest and the best of us? And, you know, Jonathan had some thoughts on that, I think I remember. Yeah, so it was, like, the fact that it could be, um, families going and, um purposely making, like, the best child that they could. Um, in the sense, like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to throw it out there, but, like, some parents w may, like, go ahead and put some of their kids up for adoption if, like, one was better than the other. So. I don't in see that same thing. I don't really understand where your angle is there. Um, like the fact that, um, it could be like a competitive thing and some parents go ahead and try to get like the best child that they could. Yeah, so they would use AI to get a extremely intelligent, extremely strong But I don't see why child. they would like, I don't see why they would go ahead and like, you know, go ahead and put another child up for adoption or, I mean the AI system could tell them automatically if they would have a child that would grow up to be something incredible, so genuinely, mm, I, don't, I, I don't really see where your whole ideology is in that. I, I can't really yeah. see the same angle that you are seeing, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm just saying like, um, some parents may do that, because not all people are the same, I'll say. 
some people are a little worse than others, so they could go ahead and do that. Like how there is mafia, some people could use AI. You're going in a weird direction, pal. I I am. I I don't think that has anything to do with the, the AI system we're talking about. I'm just saying, in a theoretical world where you could see if you would succeed or not, how many people do you think really would? Because I think that in that future, if you're told you aren't going to succeed, wouldn't you just be lazy the rest of your life? Like oh, you yeah, you would. Because you'd never try to defeat to the quantum computing agent. It's just not likely for you to do that. It's a one in billionths of a chance. Mm-hmm. So, and since you only have one lifetime, I mean, the odds of you Pause. actually being able to beat that. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to try to sound the best that I can for this, because it's a pretty lengthy question. Okay. Okay. So, what if the AI actually wants a human body? When is the point for that cloning, basically? Oh, cloning? Uh, that exists. <laughs> yeah. That could be it, an entirely different like... topic. We have, like, banned that, more or less, because there are so many problems with it. But, um... Oh, no, it's just how we've cloned sheep before. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, is they've more or less banned it, because the sheep turned out to have way too many problems. No, that wasn't why. It's because everybody would have said that uh, scientists were playing God, which is pretty accurate. I mean, if you're creating a being without, you know, any sort of natural way of doing it and you're actually just cloning things creating exact dna replicant of a living organism then yeah that's kind of playing god and i can see where some people would be like that's that's too far draw the line there uh but going ahead and putting uh something's consciousness into said clone that's the part that i don't think is really possible because if you create an exact DNA replicant of someone, it's going to have a consciousness already, a construct within its own head. And if you try to go ahead and put something else in there, it's not going to work out. The body's going to most likely reject the consciousness, and then it's going to enter sensory overload. There's going to be um, blood clots within the brain, the body's going to cease to function, and that clone will cease to exist. So... You know, I don't really see that as an outcome. I don't really see the AI ever being able to feasibly obtain a body. If it did, we would have to go ahead and rewrite the genetic code of said clone to not have a consciousness. And at that point, you're just creating something of, like, a host. But that host really... There's almost no way we can just take out a consciousness of something's DNA. You'd need to so hyperly target that there's almost no way you could do that mm-hmm. yeah my have you go ahead for a second what if we it's a fragment oh god what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, say that again what we separate that into fragments what if we separated the ai into fragments yes it, it kind of is fragmented. I mean, that's kind of how an AI works when it enters the internet. It's at all points of the internet and at none of them at the same actual time. Because, like, its consciousness can be more strewn out than the human consciousness could. 
So it kind of <laughs> it kind of already is, I guess, fragmented, just not in the way that we would normally see that. It's not like it, its consciousness can only be in one place at any given point. It's at all points at the same time. So it's kind of it's kind of weird to go ahead and think like that. Like it can see all at once. What if? I'm sorry. I'm just gonna give a lot of what ifs. No, what, that's really fine. What if an AI takes over a human? Like, let's. Say I, the human I don't guy. think we. It'd really be able to do that, honestly. No, 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 no. Um, the human hey. brain and the uh, AI could theoretically both be put into a binary <laughs> construct, which would allow for an AI to potentially control a human being's consciousness. However, I don't... Again, like I said with the whole cloning thing, the human body, since it's a biological organism, would see that external thing as a threat to its well-being and reject whatever it is so it would start to basically self-destruct so i don't think that it could feasibly okay okay so going along with what meta said about um uh, what was it it was something that we were just saying um Oh, like, if it wanted a human body. Mm-hmm. My question is, why would it want a human body? It can have anything that it would really want because of how robots are. You can give it, like, a mi- extremely good strength and a ton of other things. So why would it want to have a human body to why have anybody want <laughs> <laughs> because, that's another topic yeah, because the biology of a human if you look at any sort of biology really uh its limits are kind of non-existent there is no finite limit a human being can theoretically reach technically the human cells can feasibly grow to a rate that we have not seen yet it would just take some mm-hmm. serious like it would be crazy for us to say that a human could, I don't know, lift a train uh, with one hand. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but we already have people who can actually just attach a whole locomotive to their back and move it. Yeah. So, yeah. But the thing is, it, it, so it doesn't have limits, but there's a set time in which you can do it, whereas... You can just construct an AI to actually just have those in, like, a fraction of the time that it would take for a human that to be able to get that. It's 100% true, because uh, there are things called robotic muscles that we've designed at this point, which are around a thousand times the strength of one of the strongest men in the world. So, mm-hmm. yeah, creating a human body for itself maybe not be, like the best idea i could see why you would question why would it even want that and i i kind of question that too i mean because we're not going to see a human being reach a thousand times the strongest man's strength for millennia and at that point there's probably going to be the heat death of the universe so i don't really see that as a possibility and as a good outcome for the AI, but I think the AI, if it's built on a quantum scale, would be able to see that as a possible future, and it could theoretically maybe alter the genetics of a human being and create a 
living organism that's stronger than any technology we've made thus far and any technology that could be made because there are limits mm -hmm. to the technology and materials that we have however organically yeah. there really isn't so i could see mm -hmm. where it would want an organic sort of host yeah and see now going along with what meta said actually with wanting a human body it may want that if it has restraints, like we were saying with, um, like the earlier with um, how we have the AI set up in like a solitude most likely, so it doesn't go and wreak havoc on some things or just in like a stationary thing. Yes. Yeah, um, environment. So maybe it would want a human body so it can be like active and see the world. It so that could be that, where meta me at the same time having like it's not exactly limited because if it gets a human form and it's uh, like servers are still in a limited space where they can't connect to anything if it has a human form it could very easily break those limits that it has on its consciousness and then it's free to do whatever it wishes so if it's still in that containment uh it's probably not the best idea to go ahead and give it a human form i'm just um, saying that's like it may want it if it's in like a situation like that yeah i i guess i can absolutely see that, like if you left uh the actual servers in containment where they couldn't connect to anything of the outside world and then they superly guard the actual server room from the clone and the host of uh, the AI, that you could allow the host to, to travel the world and do what it likes, as long as it's just purely human form. Like, there's no editing to make it stronger, it's not like some superhuman, it's just a pure human. That way the AI can experience the world. The only issue is uh, actually getting its memories back into a bank of that size, because remember what I said, uh, the human mind, its memory bank is so much greater than anything we have on the face of the planet. There is nothing that yeah. can have the memory of a human being in technology form. And that's another reason mm -hmm. it might want a, uh, a human form. Because if its, server, if its servers are limited to a certain area, then it can't hold that much data. And it's going to have to give some up every once in a while. Because... Uh, and even then, it might not have to because it'll only be showing it limited things. So that that's another interesting topic. Like, if it does see the future for people, it would should and only probably would ever share the future of those who are rich enough to go ahead and introduce themselves to the machine. So, yeah, yeah I could definitely see why it might want a human body if it is in a containment unit like that. But mm -hmm. other than that, if it's like a free-roaming sentient AI, it wouldn't really want a human body. Yeah. Unless it's genetically altered to be way better than any technology and materials that we could create on Earth. So, yeah, yeah, that's just my take on an AI wanting a human body. It probably wouldn't in most circumstances. Yeah. Circumstances. What? <laughs> in most circumstances. Uh, in most circumstances, yeah. You've got to be under a very particular circumstance to see that situation. Yeah. But. Okay, so Activist, do you have any more uh, questions you'd like to ask us? 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, what are your personal thoughts on AI? Do you really think that it should exist? I think I might have asked something like this, but like... Yeah, you did. You did already. Just for you two. Just for you two. Because, Jonathan, I know you're not a very technology-based guy. You're doing this podcast with us, but that's just because you're Mm -hmm. one of our friends. Like, that's the only reason you're doing it. You're not a technology-based guy. So, you Mm -hmm. personally, I would not regularly see you enjoy the idea of something like an artificial intelligence unit so can you go ahead well, and like describe why i guess no i i will say i actually probably would like to actually have one really just because um like it can help me out with more situations so if i have like a problem that i'm facing it could help me out with that and um like it's a lot easier to do the thing rather than trying to do it on my own so let's say something breaks down that i have it could help me on figuring out the best way or it can actually do it itself so it's less work for me yeah i mean i guess that makes but so how about how about you personally not for like the world but for you personally would you like yeah I would yeah. like it. Yeah. I I don't think I personally would ever want an AI. Maybe maybe that's just me, but because of the fact AI can potentially be so dangerous and the fact that it would definitely make us incredibly lazy. And I'm just not mm-hmm. a big fan of that. I mean, sure am I a fan of technology making things easier? Absolutely. But making us lazy and non-self-sufficient is just not the best idea if we rely on technology too heavily then it would be so easy for an ai to just completely take control of the world and that's that's something i do worry about i mean technology is already dominating pretty much every aspect of our life there are smart homes that do everything for a person and so imagine if we had an ai that could steamroll all of that and make it so much easier i don't know if i can live in that world. yeah i mean like even I, I literally just bought a, um, like, one of those self-cleaning robots. Uh, a Roomba, you have a robot? You had a Roomba? You had a Roomba. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not a Roomba. That's why I didn't say Roomba. I, oh, I thought you um, robot. That was, like, wow. It, it, it's called Shark IQ. over here. Oh, it's called Shark um, IQ. That's weird. Yeah. But it, it well, it's manufactured by Shark. But, oh. um, so... Uh, what's it called? That's that's like a fact that it's more of a burden for me to do some of the, like, to go and sweep up and all that. So I bought that so they can actually give me more time. So with AI, it could be like a house assistant or something to help you out with doing some chores or stuff. Yeah, or even help you out with some work. Yeah, I could definitely see where it would come in handy for shortening things like that. But at the same time, you should be able to do those things on your own. It Mm -hmm. shouldn't be more than just a helping hand. And that's Mm -hmm. what I'm worried about. Because, like, we use our phone for everything nowadays. And imagine if an AI is added on top of that. I mean, Mm -hmm. we'd never have to leave our house. We'd never have to do anything ever again. It's It would be a terrifying thought. To just have it, a world with nobody actually in it. It would be, but there's also the fact you have to think... Back then... Well, no, nowadays I should say... 
um, if you have a phone, people may think, oh, you're going to be extremely lazy, you don't have to go to school, you can just look up stuff. But you still have to go to school and learn the things. So, um, what's it called? Like with actually um, getting an AI, it could be that same fact. You're just slightly less lazy and you still do most of the stuff, it just helps you out with it. So if you're stuck on something, it could help you out. Yeah. I mean, it's so, just the, kind of the idea. I don't want technology completely yeah, yeah. dominating our lives. I Trust me, I love mm -hmm. technology. You know that. I originally, yes. when I was five years old, I wanted to design video games for the rest of my life. That was my goal as a child. So obviously it's not like I'm against, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not against no, technology. Just, just by fact, when I was actually young, I actually wanted to be, have like a logging company. <laughs> so like the, the, the difference between us. The, the, yeah, the contrast that uh, I'm a guy who's loved technology all of his life. And you're a guy who would seemingly never want technology to even exist. And yet we have two opposing yeah. views on this subject and you actually want it. And I actually don't. So it's yeah. kind of a weird thing, but I just, mm -hmm. I look at today's world and I realize that there are a lot of people, uh, even my age, that just don't understand how to do basic stuff. I mean, there are a lot of people that do, but I just yeah. worry, like, with AI being introduced, that it would make all of that much harder for our world to go ahead and actually understand and do. So it's just the idea that AI might be nice to have. Mm -hmm. But is it really worth, uh, like, everything that comes with it? And besides, we're talking about small-scale AI here. We're not talking about, like, sentient AI. We're talking about the AI that would kind of run your life for you. Uh, think of best circumstances yeah. for you. Uh, so that would be very limited, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. But on a grander scale, AI um, that's, like, super... AI, you know, that can control everything, everything. That's just terrifying. I, I mean, that's yeah. just straight up. I, that's at a level I can't uh, go ahead and say I would ever want that. And I don't think either of you can say that confidently either. If it controls no, I, I everything, everything. I mean, if it controls my house, if it controls, like, cleaning, and it controls, like, e making breakfast... Yeah, there, there are already those things. Exactly. There are, With that kind the, of stuff. Like, um... Like Alexa. Alexa goes and... But um, again, can, that's coded You can control the lights. Yeah. It, it is, but I'm just saying it, it could be like Alexa and stuff. Yeah, stuff like that, except it's just extremely more advanced, and it takes, uh... A closer look at everything that you're doing and understands everything that's happening so that would be that i say is an all right kind of and that's that would be a more like the quantum computers we have today actually yeah so that that's crazy that we're that close to ai where it can actually just understand everything that we've done in a day and can go ahead and schedule our lives around it already that's crazy so, I mean, yeah. that already exists. It's just not public. Mm. <laughs> Which, that's... I mean, so we have AI. We have it to an extent. And I love that we were able to discuss that fact. Uh, but, like, in the future, moving forward, when we get that far into AI where it becomes, like, dangerous and almost sentient, I truthfully feel like 
it would potentially, if it had, like, the ability to have neurons firing like a human being, be overloaded with all of the negative information it gains from humans, and it would try to wipe us out pretty quickly. And it would probably succeed. So maybe, maybe this is just a conclusion to everything we've talked about today. Don't screw with AI. Don't be God. Don't be, yeah, don't play God. Don't play God. Because you don't want to create a human body for AI. You don't want to clone anything. You don't want to create some super powerful human being that exists actually and can like plow through an entire planet. We don't need that. We don't want that. Like, just yeah. don't okay, play so I did, stuff. I did want to add something earlier. Um, I was thinking it'd be interesting um, to think of like in AI. Uh, well, not AI, but, like, some really, like, high-tech robot that's, like, the size of a planet and functions, um, it's, like, self-sustaining, like Earth. Yeah. But it has, it, it's all built on technology. It, it'd yeah. be interesting to see, like, a planet like that. It, actually, I don't know how it That kind of would. I mean, if it could maintain a proper gravitational field using some form of very powerful magnetism then yeah, I think that that would be pretty interesting to go ahead and see, like, it saves humanity by creating itself an actual sustainable planet that it can move, <clears throat> because, I'm gonna be honest with you, there is something called the habitable zone when you're talking about the solar system. Our yeah. world is getting, um, you know, it's, I think it's like a couple hundred years away from reaching out of that inhabitable zone i mean you know we're perfectly in line with the habitable zone which is nice mm -hmm. but i don't think we're gonna be there for long which that's a big old issue and so i mean since it's in a couple hundred years it's definitely possible to see an ai the size of a planet save humanity by creating a sustainable planet and then using magnetism and science to actually push itself and create an entirely new gravitational ring around the sun in the habitable zone. I mean, eventually it would be destroyed by probably Jupiter, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Jupiter basically swallows everything and the sun doesn't. So, yeah, I would guess yeah. that it would probably crash into our gravitational ring uh, artificially generated, obviously, uh, eventually. But I don't think that that would happen anytime soon. That would probably give humanity maybe a couple thousand more years to live properly. Because mm -hmm. the heat density yeah. of the universe, that's not going to happen for a while, while. That's, that's very far down mm -hmm. the road. But... Yeah, it... It, it's just interesting because imagine like a copy of the Earth, like all the national parks and all that, the animals, and it's all like built on a planet that's like a robotic Noah's technology. Arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, would be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. I mean, definitely not going to happen in our lifetime, but it would be interesting to see. No, not not in our lifetime. You know, like that's but... a fun idea. And that's the whole mm -hmm. point of this podcast, because we're coming to a close. I'm going to start closing it up. But that's the whole point of this podcast, to just make you guys think yeah. about intriguing situations that would never happen, ever. And keep in mind, we are not experts in this. None of us oh, are yeah, claiming to be. 
<laughs> we are not. No, not even remotely. We're just having fun, and we're trying to make everybody else out there think. We're oh, here to make you think. Things. We're here to make yeah. you be happy, and we're here just to be here. Yeah. That's the whole point of this podcast. And, you know, it's just nice to go ahead and be able to hopefully have you guys intrigued for a little bit while you're doing something else. Because, again, this is the front row of the background. We are just meant to make you think about something else while you're doing something you don't want to have to do. So, <laughs> like, like, for instance, cleaning a room. Yeah, or exactly. Sweeping up. And so, yeah, doing chores that your parents assign. I do yeah. think, honestly, we've kind of had an intriguing topic and discussion today about the idea of AI and the future of kind of everything that it could be a part of. Uh, mm -hmm. We hope you caught. We hope you got. Uh, I can't. Why can't I speak now? Uh, <laughs> we, we hope you thought this was interesting no, and you yeah, had a good basically, day. We hope that you. Uh, we got. I can't say. Please, somebody else conclude this for I me. Hope, I can't right got now, guys. You to think. Okay. We hope we got you to think. Uh, yeah. We hope. Um, yeah, we hope this was intriguing for you guys, and we hope that it, you guys have enjoyed. Um, and yeah, this was episode one of Front Row of the Background. Audio quality might be a bit subpar, if I'm gonna be honest, but genuinely, I think that this went well, and we hope to see you the next time we put an episode up. Yep. Yeah. So as always, I'm here to make you think. I'm here to make you happy. And John's yeah, just here. Back here. Here John's just here. here. And we are the front row, oh, row the in background. the background. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Have a good day. Yeah, see you guys. <laughs>